Hello and welcome everyone to episode four of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I'm Brandon Bovia. I'm the English letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super and Kaiju Number 8, uh, Ayashiman, a whole bunch of stuff in Shonen Jump and all across the manga industry. And of course, I'm a huge One Piece fan. You already <laughs> knew that if you're four if you're four episodes into this podcast, you might have figured that out by now. You, you might have. But I, I mean, on the other hand, hey, thanks for sticking around for four episodes. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been having a good time, but I hope all of our listeners are as well, because we're finally getting into the good stuff. Well, starting to get into the good stuff, because yeah. our chapters this week is basically the entirety of the buggy fight, the buggy crew fight. Yeah. I think this is going to be a quick batch to go through. Yeah, this week. there's not going to be a whole lot to say about about this one. We're definitely into like, okay, here's our sample of fighting and how that's all going. It's a starting fight. <laughs> yeah, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy yeah. or anything like that. But yeah. there, there are some fun things here and there that I still really love about these chapters. But let's go ahead and get started with chapter 16 versus Buggy's crew. And yeah, we just pick up with the aftermath of uh, Luffy reflecting the buggy bomb and taking out that tavern and basically wiping out all of Buggy's crew, except for Buggy and his second mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're all down. That did not take much time at all. I mean, granted, it was probably the, they weren't going to put up a fight anyway. Yeah, it's the easiest way to just just knock them all down. Get, you know, fo- focus on what's important for the fight. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we got Nami still trying to figure out Luffy's like, how the heck are you inflating yourself? And he, <laughs> Luffy's just like, yeah, that's just a gum gum balloon. It's like, but how do you do it? <laughs> she is just, <laughs> just like not. How does she not discover devil fruit yet? Between this and, you know, Buggy just like being able to separate himself. It's like, OK, maybe maybe it's time to start to get, uh, get with the program a little bit. <laughs> like, OK, there's there's a lot of weird nonsense going on right now. I get that Nami kind of has to be the straight man to all of all of the, the nonsense going on over here. <laughs> Uh, we also right, I love those classic faces of just the sharp teeth oh, yeah. screaming like yeah. that's that's going to be common for Nami. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love how matter of factly Luffy's just like it was the gum gum balloon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I don't yeah, see a cool, big deal. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got a honestly a pretty cool reveal of Buggy and his second mate Kabaji, I believe it is, where they somehow survived the buggy bomb because they put their own men up as shields he used the lion as a shield i know That's messed up kabaji used his lion which again why is he the second mate when he's obviously <laughs> stronger <laughs> i'm sure he probably has some words to say about that too i, I would think so i mean because obviously there's a fight here between oh god i, I forgot momiji <laughs> whatever the heck is lion taper guy is the first mate I, i've completely forgotten i know it's oh moji there we go. Moji. Moji, I was like yeah. looking through here. It's like, yeah. where is his name? But he is he is not very other than his design. He is not memorable at all. No, no, I'm, I'm struggling. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you remember because I didn't. <laughs> uh, then poor Richie the lion is not down for the count, but he's he's definitely hiding. But again, I got to say they're posing when you see the reveal that they protected themselves with their own crew members, which again, Really says a lot about the effect, actual effectiveness of these buggy balls. Yeah. It is a cool shot. 
it is it's very cool it's a it's a cool like taking up most of the page like reveal it's just I, there's something about buggy with his arms crossed and having the 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 cape on but his arm, his hands <laughs> are actually still out i don't know it's like we talked about this last time, but he he does not deserve to look this cool. No, no, and we're we're definitely going to get rid of that coolness with <laughs> by the end of these chapters. But it's like, oh hey, Moji finally told everybody that Luffy's a rubber man, and uh, it's like, then he gets punished. Like, why didn't you tell me? It's like, <laughs> I love the disrespect because he just gets tossed towards Luffy, and Luffy just kicks him in the face, and that's it for Moji. That's he's done. Yeah, th- that's a good way to take him out. <laughs> Like complete disrespect too, because even Nami's able to dodge his body, like getting sent to the side. Yeah, <laughs> you, they see him coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's not that that big of a deal, but uh, rather than anything like too crazy, I guess as far as Luffy versus Buggy, we we got to have our fight of the uh, fight of the swordsmen because Kabaji the acrobat is here, and because he uses swords, Zoro is the one. Who has to fight him? Only makes sense. Yep. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I gotta say, with these few pages, Kabaji pulls out a lot of moves. Like, right off the bat, breathing fire with the breath of death. Like, my God. Yeah. It's amazing. Not only, as we'll get to um, with the fight starting here, just like the amount of like circus-themed attacks that he has in his arsenal that just like, it's like one after the after another after another. He kind of brings the whole circus aspect, like... If we had more characters, I can see this being all their different things, but they just was like, well, we only have the two to fight Luffy and Zoro, so we'll just cram them all into him, other than the lion taming. That's efficient. Yep. But uh, he fights dirty, kicking Zoro in his wound, looking quite painful, because it looks like his his boot just goes into the wound. It looks looks brutal. Another One Piece running theme, you know, just Zoro sort of having to go into the fight kind of barely on his feet yeah it's uh, otherwise he's i guess just too strong because he's still recovering and gotta give this man a handicap (laughs) (laughs) basically then we got kabaji's second move the murder at the steam bath where he kicks up a bunch of dust and just attacks out of nowhere and then kicks him again it just looks so painful it really does (laughs) yeah it's just uh and i i love this squirting out the wound Oh, yeah, he's just constantly bleeding. Like, he is obviously not healed up at all from that, what, one-hour nap. It's just Mm -hmm. not enough. (laughs) But, uh, again, I love these little shots of Luffy just sort of stoically watching. Not really saying anything, just watching what's going on. And then, of course, we got to get our piratisms in here with with him. Again, Kabaji saying, you're mateys, odd talents. It's like, it just doesn't work. I I don't know why, but it just (laughs) does not work. It it does re- it reads a little odd for the for, for the kind of situation we're in right now. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I I do like that Nami's here pointing out like, hey, you're just gonna kind of like sit here and watch this. Yeah, and Luffy's still like, just. Like, I feel like it's a very shonen manga kind of thing. You know, you gotta you gotta let your friend have his fight. You yeah, can't, you can't interrupt him. No, no interrupting. It, it it has to be a fair fight, even if the other person is playing dirty. You you have your faith in your friend is that much. Exactly. Just cannot interrupt this fight. But we also know he is invested in the fight because as soon as uh, Zoro gets that punch in, Luffy is like one of the first ones. He's like, yeah, heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He believed in him. Yeah, totally. And then we got what? Example, what are we up to? Two, three of Zoro being an absolute badass. Yeah. Where he's like, you're enjoying this handicap that I have, you know, and kicking my wound. 
I'll make it even bigger. Yeah, he just cuts himself. Like, ah! Oh, God, it's just... He had to nick an organ at that point because it looks so yeah. deep unless it's just the way they, they yeah. went around well, his torso. But oh. He'll sleep it off. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only a little bit of blood on his hand as he's gripping this sword and Ah. just (laughs) just like, all right, here, even more of a handicap for you. And Luffy's just eating it up. It's like, oh, that's so cool. And I love uh, here on the next page that like like Zoro, he's just like he's breathing it out. He's like, (laughs) as if that is the the proper reaction to have to just like cutting yourself an even deeper wound. You just, you just breathe it out, bro. Just breathe it out. Just breathe it All out. Right. It's fine. I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. This, this guy's this guy's nothing. <laughs> and yeah, that that amazingly, it's crazy for these type of battle chapters. That's it. As it yeah. for that chapter, we are on to chapter 17, and that gets us high level, low level. Really, just picking up where we left off. It just you could honestly just make it one massive chapter at this point. <laughs> yeah. But we do get a nice little statement by Zoro that really does drive his character where he says, I can't lose not even once to anyone who calls himself a swordsman. It's just such a good line. And it's such a like, I mean, when, when you have him, he's as this character trying to become the greatest swordsman. Like that's the kind of conviction that you got to have. Mm-hmm. Kabaji points out that, yeah, oh, you injured yourself. So your reputation wouldn't be uh, ruined because they're so severe. And it's like, no. They're only this light, and I might as well give up if I can't handle it with my wounds this mild. Which, you know, light spoilers for the future. In the grand scheme, yeah, these are pretty light wounds yeah. for Zoro. Yeah, uh, I mean, oh god, since this, you can tell that this page was in color originally, mm-hmm. um, so you can kind of see like all of the blood. Just, just like it's just so much dripping out of Zoro oh, onto yeah. his leg. His pants uh, just, are just covered. So, it's a lot of ketchup. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, dude, what are you uh, going to do about your fries? Yeah, you had all that, all those ketchup packets in your in your haramaki sash. What are you doing? Yeah, save some <laughs> for the rest of us. It's just, it's just not right. But yeah, we uh, got the res- resuming the fight while Nami realizes, oh, hey, they're all knocked out. I should probably go uh, get the map and the treasure because you know I honestly don't care whether you win or lose. I just want the treasure. Although she does give the stipulation, it's like, hey, if you do get the map back, yeah, yeah, then I'll consider teaming up with you. And Luffy's just like, sure, yeah, wow, thanks. That's nice <laughs> yeah, wow, thanks. You know, no, I, I, I think easy to assume that you know Nami's probably playing him for fools at this point. I just love how straightforward. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like she's trying to be all wily with him, but he's just yeah. that much of a, either an idiot or that faithful in her that it's like yeah, yeah that's cool a little <laughs> bit good. of both <laughs> and then we get apparently the greatest of kabaji's circus tricks the dance of a hundred kamikaze tops yeah really uh, bringing out the beyblades at this point <laughs> uh, i mean i, I love <laughs> let this it is rip. a character who can yeah let it rip. this is a character who is ostensibly having a sword duel on a unicycle with a sword who can breathe fire and he says that the tops are his greatest weapon. Which, do we see them actually <laughs> do anything? Because he sends him out. He goes a hike in the mountains where he goes straight up the the side of the wall. And Zoro cuts through the tops like they're nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. They literally do nothing. They don't explode. What a it's disappointment. Just, I know. <laughs> he, he goes straight up. He gets this massive ramp off a straight wall. And then fireworks and the cool summer breeze, which, man, his 
He's a very names elaborate so attack names. I, I gotta say, I'm getting some Gotenks vibes from Kabaji's yeah. attacks. These are I know that there's some characters uh, who show up later on who also have like just like the most out there, very wordy attack names, very poetic. They're just it's a lot of fun. Finally, uh, doing Sting of the Unicycle, where he's basically just coming straight down on his unicycle with his sword straight down, which seems like it'd be pretty easily dodgeable, which. I think Buggy realizes as well yeah, because <laughs> he's like, oh, hey, I'll hold him down so you can finish him off. And that's when Luffy steps in. Yep. Oh, and, then he, and he's just he's got it's like this massive panel of him just like like slamming down on Buggy's detached hand. Yeah, it's so cool. It is. It it looks painful. It, it's cartoony because it's a gloved hand. It looks yeah. painful just because of the veins on Buggy. Just <laughs> how he can still yeah. feel the pain despite it being yeah. separated and Oof. just a just a great look like it's not like upset it's just luffy being like all right i'm ready to fight just yeah stay out of the duel i love how this all happened while kabaji was in midair yeah it, <laughs> god you gotta love anime slash manga time dilation yeah seriously so much can happen in in seconds thanks to these type of panels yeah. like he's high enough up that buggy can scream at him to finish like the plan Luffy can interrupt the plan. Zora can react to the plan being interrupted and still have enough time to dodge out of the way and grin about the fact that like, ah, thanks for helping me, Luffy. God, I love it. <laughs> but hey, Zoro uh, is, you could see his heartbeat coming out of his wound apparently. Cause it's just going, Bum-bum. yeah, I don't know how that works. Oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, You might want to slide your heart back in there. Uh, Zora. Yeah. I was going to say was, his organs are kind of like sliding. Is everything kind of sliding out a little? Uh, oh God. You can kind of <laughs> see that with how he cut himself. Yeah. I mean, his, yeah. Okay. His heart, you know, maybe a foot lower than he needs to be. Yeah. Just a, just a bit. <laughs> Zoro says he's tired of it. And, uh, Kabaji's laughing at him and just immediately kicks out the unicycle from under him. Oh, that's, yeah, that, that, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and he's just like, no, no, I'm tired of your circus tricks. You can see, I like the veins on his face. It's just showing how much he's straining himself at this uh, point. Yeah, seriously. But still looking badass. <laughs> yeah. And then we get uh, Zoro's first special move, Onigiri. Um, is this the first time he, this is the first time he uses it, right? Yes. This is the first yeah. time we've seen this, which, yeah, you know, we have a nice little translation note here saying it's called Demon Slash. But it isn't also that uh, it's the rice, the rice balls, rice ball. Yeah. 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 And that, yeah. All, of, of course, you know, most attacks in one piece are, are puns. <laughs> of course. Um, I don't, I don't, I feel like, uh, well, I guess Zoro's tend to be kind of animal themed, but also not, but they uh. also tend to, ha- they, they also tend to have like a, like a second punny meaning. If they leave it the same as they did with Onigiri, we'll probably see some of that. Otherwise eh, we'll have to just sort of guess or, you know, lovely listeners can let us know. I'm kind of, Attack names we're in for. But yeah, uh, that's it. Kabaji's down. A whole two chapters. Then Zoro's down. (laughs) (laughs) Also a very, very common One Piece trope, you know. Yeah, fight hard enough that they both get taken out. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) Zoro's just like, I'm I'm going to sleep. Good night. Yep. I I, I gotta love how much he's also committed to being a pirate at this point. He's like, yeah, we're we're pirates. And just, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're better than common thieves. And that's all it takes for, like, Buggy's like, wait, you think you're pirates? And you're, you know, you're after the Grand Line? It's like, you can't, you can't, can't do anything there. But, of course, we gotta have the line. We're gonna be king of the pirates. I love Buggy's reaction. 
she's she's just like <laughs> i don't even know what he's doing here like it's just, just that shock that he kind of just went into a i don't even know what that move that face is <laughs> and apparently he's like i'll be the i'm the god of the pirates at that point and you know all about the treasure then then we get the revelation the fact that he kind of recognizes the straw hat it reminds him of him when he was younger the dog with the red hair oh there's a connection there's that, yeah there's that cliffhanger which honestly i feel like this fight kind of needs because if it was just <clears> a straight up fight it would be kind of one note yeah yeah i think that this is sort of the um as we'll get into with the next chapter this is the kind of like th- this is a neat little rift into what would otherwise be a very straightforward conflict yeah it, it'd basically be the same as the captain morgan fight Otherwise, yeah, where it yeah. takes a little bit of effort, but still takes him down pretty easily. But mm. there's a connection here, as we learn in Chapter 18, the pirate Buggy the Clown. And right away, we got to establish that Kabaji's down, Zoro's asleep, Moji's down, <laughs> the mayor's down. That's Luffy's fault. And Luffy's <laughs> like, wait a second, about you know about Shanks? <laughs> and of course, Buggy has to start trying to play it like, oh, maybe I know, maybe I don't. And Luffy just does not buy into it. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to play it coy. Luffy's like, "Wait, what? Are you? Are you, are you stupid?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "No, no, you're not. You know, I'm not telling you anything without a fight." And this kind of motivates Luffy to like, "All right, I'll beat it out of you." Yeah, yeah, which is uh, silly. And I, I don't I, not to spoil what happens in like a couple pages, but he kind of he says it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I I, mean, I think Buggy just really likes to talk. I I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he he's a very monologue kind of villain. Hmm. Though I gotta say, I love Chop Chop Buzzsaw. Oh yeah, that's a... I feel like now, that now because this is our first battle between two Devil Fruit users, mm-hmm. you can really see like the creativity that's on display with like the full movesets of both characters. It's such a fun idea of just take, having these knives in your shoes and then disconnecting your lower half and sending it out like a saw blade. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, oh man, what, a, what an inspired idea. Mm-hmm. And a nice setup, too. Like, nice planning on Buggy's part where it's like, okay, he jumped out of the way, toss a bunch of knives at him in midair, and, but Luffy's able to, of course, get away thanks to the gum-gum uh, abilities. And Buggy's even able to dodge his gum-gum pistol. First time we've seen that. Like, yeah. it, it is a rise in power. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually really, really cool. I'm able to appreciate this now, know, knowing how much more dominant the Devil Fruits become in the story, that, like, this is our sort of... This is our first go about um, with with two characters on kind of like kind of the same level. And like just the sort of I, I really appreciate the creativity when it comes to like the paneling and like everybody just has so many. It, it feels like their techniques are being used to their full potential. That's like it feels very well. The, the fight feels very well thought out. Yeah, it, it's quite different because they are like these panels are basically just them trying to hit each other and fail. Yeah. They don't connect at all. He's like. Buggy's going for Luffy's arm, but uh, Luffy decides, you know, goes into a, like, grabs hold of something and tries to go do gum gum sickle to basically clothesline Buggy, but he disconnects his head, sending yeah. Luffy flying into a building. And it's like, it's, it's a nice standoff because it was showing, like, how, like, okay, Luffy has to actually work at this. That's, that's a bit different. That's new. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know about you, but. I still, during no point of this fight, felt like Luffy was on the back foot. Oh, n- not really. I-, I think it's more... T- to me, it's more interesting that they're 
on about the same level. Yeah. Yeah, which, which, which is sort of new for the story at this point. That is true. That is true. It's the first time we're seeing somebody actually be able to properly handle Luffy. Like, they've done damage to things around Luffy, but to actually dodge Luffy's attacks and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's definitely a first at this point. Then we got the next attack where Buggy sends out his arm and uh, with a chop-chop harpoon with the, the four blades between his fingers. And how, again, the deviousness of how it does that, just how much he can separate himself. Because I don't know if we ever learned the limits of how much he can separate himself, but he sends out a good chunk of his arm and then separates it further to actually catch Luffy off guard when he catches the, the hand. Yeah. It's a good move. And it's the first time we, is this the first time we've seen Luffy bleed? Um, It might have been. Yeah, definitely to this extent. Yeah, at least when he's not a child, like when grown up Luffy, that's probably a better yeah. way to do it. It's not so much him getting hit in the face that uh, sets him off. We find out that Buggy nicked the hat. Oh, you do not, you do not nick the hat. No, <laughs> Luffy is immediately furious, and Buggy's like, "Oh, it's important to you." Hmm. And sets up in such a way that he pierces it with the knives, like actually does some real damage to it. If I'm reading the panel right, it's sort of like he kind of catches him off guard by attacking from like from behind and then like from the side. Like it's kind of clever, actually. He sets up Luffy, guides him really well with the knives. <laughs> yeah, it's oddly specific. Yeah. If he was actually going for Luffy, that might have worked. But no, he got the he was going for the hat, going for the humiliation. Yeah. And get the little flashbacks to the promise with Shanks. And yeah. that is just it. And even Nami's commenting about, about like this, this being the first time she's ever seen Luffy actually upset. Yeah. I mean, he is brutal to this. The fact that, you know, it's like, Oh, this is Shanks's hat and saying how he's like, Oh, actually, you know, we work together and we're apprentice pirates and then spits on it. Like the disrespect yeah. oh. of this hat is, seriously kind of shocking especially because i know how like especially years go on like this is brutal to the hat in the grand yeah. scheme <laughs> yeah a lot a lot happens to this poor thing but i think you know luffy has the appropriate reaction you know he's you know but buggy's kind of like seeing his attack coming but he isn't able to get away in time or like or like he he separates it i don't know what he was trying to do here like well, it looks like, like with luffy luffy's positioning it looks like he's going for the sickle again so mm. we think he's going. He thinks he's going for the clothesline, but instead Luffy changes it up, and, and rather than use his hands, he kicks him in the stomach. I'm gonna go with stomach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. Or it might be the groin area, the way the, the Buggy's uh, reacting, because he's spitting blood from that hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He's he's crying. He's in pain. But that's mm. that's where the chapter ends. Yeah. It is a it is a good solid hit. Nice setup here and you got this sort of again you haven't built off of the connection yet well we know is that they were apprentice pirates together and for whatever reason buggy hates shanks but he's also succeeding in getting under luffy's skin it's not exactly working out for buggy but it is getting under luffy's skin and showing it a side to luffy we've not seen yet this is the sort of hot-headedness we saw of him as a as a kid oh yeah shanks maybe a bit of a weakness i don't know Hmm. Hard to say. We'll we'll see if that becomes a bit more of a weakness with the the quick to anger stuff because sometimes stories will use that idea, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I honestly don't know that one. I can't remember exactly. Uh, there's a lot of chapters. There's a lot of story. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to get through. Yep, and that brings us to chapter 19. Man, we are flying through this. It's yeah, no, crazy. it's pretty much just all action. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Except for this chapter. 
Yeah, this this is our meaty chapter, I'd say. Yeah. Chapter 19, Devil Fruit, where we just basically get the after effect of Luffy's kick. (laughs) Buggy's head still separated, which is such such an odd (laughs) visual. (laughs) Yeah. Just completely ridiculous if you don't know the context like imagine this was your first chapter you do like one piece what the heck's this and you just see a pirate with its head the clown with its head popped off and then it reattaches yeah. like what is happening <laughs> yeah i do like the idea of luffy taking the hat seeing this bit on it and rubbing it off one is it oh, buggy's yeah. face or his shirt i can't tell I, I it looks like his shirt to me but it's still funny either way Basically, it's like Buggy's still trying to resist and like, you know, I can say whatever I want about Shanks and <laughs> Luffy bashes him in the head before he can come apart again. Like he is just <laughs> absolutely stopping Buggy from doing anything at this point. Yeah, he's shutting him down. Yep. It's and he's got that rage boost. You know, don't don't talk smack about Shanks. Yeah. like I, I think that's sort of the thing. Like it can be a weakness when you don't when you fight sloppier, but Luffy's just sort of shutting him down at this point and that's when the rest of his crew is like oh um crap he's losing where he's kind of losing we think maybe and even <laughs> nami's caught up in the fight he's like oh right right i have to go steal things then we actually cut away from the fight to the campsite where all the townspeople escaped and it's just a little moment like the villagers like yeah we'll, we'll go support the mayor because we got to support the mayor and protect our town how yeah. could we be good citizens otherwise <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh, that's that's cute. Yeah, it's too bad your mayor got knocked unconscious by the guy trying to save you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Though, let's be honest, the mayor would be useless. Although I do love the visual reminder that the mayor is still knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Got this heartwarming scene between all the villagers and uh, then this mayor is like just knocked out by Luffy. <laughs> uh, and then it's flashback time. Because the reason Buggy hates Shanks so much, so much is because he stole a, tr- a great treasure from him. And uh, we flash back to young Shanks and young Buggy fighting it out on this ship, this pirate ship that they're part of, arguing yep. whether it's colder on the South or North Pole. It's, it's, it's so dumb. That's what I love about this scene. It really is. It is so fantastically dumb. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a good way to show that, like, I guess... I get almost sort of like a big brother, little brother vibe from these two. Yeah. Where they, they're like, they're, they're the kids on the ship who are just, you know, they, they got to have one of the guys come and knock them out. You know, like you two are always fighting, knock it off. It's just like, oh, these, these dang kids at it again. <laughs> You're fighting over something stupid. By the way, here's a ship that we can ransack. Let's get ready for that. Yep. And you, you immediately see the difference in ideals, which is pretty apparent because of how buggy is nowadays. Where he's yep. like, uh, you know, you have to have appreciation for treasure. That's what being a pirate's all about. And Shanks is not so sure. He's like, mm-hmm. eh, maybe you're right. I don't know. Not really. You could just, you sort of get the sense already that it's all about adventure for yeah. Shanks. Yeah. Then we got the fight between the ships, the pirates. And as the chaos is all going on, Buggy discovers a, tr- a treasure map with apparently a vast fortune sunk in on the ocean floor. And he's like, oh, sweet. Nobody's looking. I'll keep it to myself. I'll just pocket that. <laughs> and all good. It's mutiny. That's when uh, Shanks comes in uh, with Buggy sort of looking over the map, doing his own thing and trying not to, you know, not be suspicious when he's actually being really suspicious. And <laughs> they sort of have another heart to heart where they're actually you can see them 
kind of get along. Yeah. They have this sort of like cool, like introspective moment almost. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're bo- probably both going to leave the ship someday. And Shanks like, yeah, I'm going to be a captain and I want to see the world. I'll pirate, of course, but I want to see the world. And Buggy just laughs it off. It's like, yeah, you're a good fighter, but you're soft in your way of thinking. If it wasn't for that, you'd probably ask you to join my crew. And that's like, no, no, we're uh, being a pirate's about going on your own way. It's, it's a nice philosophy. You get to see the philosophy yeah. of both of them. This scene's very funny, knowing what happens a lot later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to see, like, like oh, yes, uh, fights to finish. That's what pirates are also being about. That's when Shanks reveals that, oh, yeah, we found a devil fruit. Yep. And uh, the, the captain says anyone who wants to can eat it. But Buggy's like, why would you do that when you, know, you have to lose your ability to swim? It's, it's a fool would do that. Until Shanks mentions that, you know, some people would pay 100 million berries for that. You know, that's an, that's an interesting kind of two lines of dialogue that we have here uh-huh. where, like, Shanks both says that, you know, the devil fruit's worth a fortune. But the captain says that anyone who wants to eat it, you know, like, go for it. <laughs> On the contents of the page itself, it is a it's an interesting contradiction that the devil fruit is worth a fortune, but the captain says that, you know, anyone who wants to eat it can eat it. I don't think that those two things were made in error. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't, I, <laughs> I don't, obviously, I can't quite spoil things, but it does lead to some, some interesting things, I think. I mean, I didn't even think about that, that obviously we have the super greedy buggy, people willing to pay a hundred million, so he's, he's going to hatch a plan but also the captain says oh yeah it might be worth a lot but anybody can eat it if they want it i think i took it on face value it's like yeah if you want to you can become maybe stronger because of this uh it's up to you but it's also like not worrying about the monetary wealth which Mm -hmm. that is an interesting dichotomy there that i never thought about and it makes you wonder like what this captain is like uh, that they're mm-hmm. serving under because you know obviously we don't know we don't meet the captain we have no indication we don't even see a pirate flag so it really is the focus on just buggy and shanks by your tone we find out who the captain is later on oh yeah yeah so, that that much is we we absolutely i'm looking at this flashback like oh yeah this is this is this <laughs> the specifics about what this crew has um what relationship they have with the devil fruits mm-hmm. or, or or and just like the relationship between the devil fruits and the story at this point in time is really uh it's fascinating to me we have a little bit of a contradiction but i i i kind of think it's on purpose it might be it might be but we'll see we'll see we'll see if we even yeah. remember this little bit about the the fact that it's worth so much and bucky still did it when we get back around to whenever <laughs> yep. this shows up again this will be interesting uh, once we uh, once we have a few hundred uh, podcast episodes now <laughs> coming back to these earlier episodes because there's a lot of foreshadowing that I do remember, but there's a whole lot else that I don't. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, as soon as Buggy hears the uh, the amount that it, the devil fruit is actually worth, he makes a big show of it, acts like he's eating the devil fruit, but in reality, he actually switched it with a fake and just acted off like, oh, no, don't really feel any different. And that's a really convincing fake. How did he do that so I have fast? No idea. That is a talent because <laughs> it looks like a devil fruit. What we know of a devil did he just fruit, just like so paint over it. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. And I love how the other crew members are just like, oh, maybe it wasn't ripe or maybe they're just lies, which yeah, <laughs> also raises questions about the, this this crew. Like, I was like, OK, they're they not they're not familiar with devil fruits and how they might work. Huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's possible. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, at that point, Buggy is off by himself, utterly happy at the fact that he fooled him. He's like, yes, I got this treasure map. I got this devil fruit that I can sell. I will be rich and can be put together the cruelest pirate crew ever and steal even more treasure. And then Shanks shows up again. <laughs> <laughs> my boy buggy the the genius he just he's <laughs> he decides to put it in his mouth is somehow the most optimal way to hide it i know it is i love the the one panel where his it's obviously in his mouth shanks is walking away and buggy's pose he just looks like a monkey <laughs> yeah. he's a straight up monkey in that in that <laughs> image and i love it so much <laughs> Uh, and then Shanks surprises him by coming back again. And of course, yelp, gulp, he uh, swallows it, whoops, ate the devil fruit. And then the, the panic of that makes him uh, lose the map. And he ch- jumps overboard trying to get the map. And that's when he finds out, oh, crap, I can't swim. <laughs> They're just all like, hey, what's going on? Buggy's supposed to be this great swimmer. What's going on? And Shanks leaps in after him, saves his life. Which Luffy points out. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I love his first reaction to that whole backstory. He's like, oh, so Shanks saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I swallowed a hundred million berries and I can't swim, so I can't get to the treasure on the ocean floor. And it's all Shanks' fault. Like, let, let's let's not, not mince words here. Like, like Buggy is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> this whole oh, thing it is, is really all his stupid. fault. <laughs> it is his all fault. his fault. I love it. It's just like uh, he, he can't seem to accept blame for his own actions. No, he really can't. And he's just utterly convinced of his own greatness and what he's capable of. And I mean, you, in his own warped way, you can un- kind of understand why he hates why he hates Shanks. But it really is more mm-hmm. of a character piece about why Shanks is the great guy he is. Yeah, seriously. He, all of a sudden he uh, raises up his tor- upper torso off his legs again and saying is like, that's it. I can't get anything. I can't get the treasure in the sea. So I'll just take the treasure, all the treasure on the sea with this new power. And that's when he spots Nami with all of his treasure and just yep. immediately goes after, <laughs> after her. Just make it a beeline. And that's where the chapter ends. Yeah. Good chapter. I, I, I there's a, this is a fun chapter that this fight needed. I think <laughs> it, it, it gives a little bit more backstory to buggy makes him seem a bit more, uh, important than he would otherwise show paints him as the really silly character that he is and yeah. when you get down to it and does raise the stakes because all of a sudden nami is uh actually in some danger yeah but that brings us to the last chapter of our set today the way of the thief chapter 20 buggy again is just picking up right off where right where we left off is like hey hands off the treasure Nami's like, ah, crap, I've been found out. And he's just ready to cut her to pieces. And then all of a sudden he makes this really strange face. And we get one of my favorite moments of these chapters. Where yes. <laughs> I laugh just... out loud so much at this. Oh, it is perfect comedic timing. That Luffy just, like, just casually kicked him in the balls. <laughs> yep. Like, like that's, the, that's his weakness. <laughs> yeah. He's detached his upper body. So his his lower body is completely defenseless and just yeah just right right for the nuts. Which this might be the second shot to to, to Buffy's balls at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he said they had a rough go of this fight. Yeah, I I can't tell if he got hit that first time by in his in his stomach or in the in the in the groin, but <laughs> either way, yeah, he's down for the count. 
and saying like, hey, hey, uh, focus on me. And Luffy's just saying, hey, drop the loot and get out of here because it's not safe. And Nami's just completely defiant. It's like, nope, it's my treasure. I stole it, so it's mine. And Luffy's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Buggy's arguing semantics with her where it's like, hey, it's not yours until you get away with it. And (laughs) she's just completely not taking him serious. Like, I'm not going to take lessons from you. You're just you're just silly. And Buggy pulls out his uh, trump card, the Chop Chop Festival, which we did take that this festival uh, attack is as as much as he can detach his body. Like he can't go any smaller than this. Yeah, probably. And yeah, he's just going all over the place. And he's like, man, I can't Luffy's like, I can't hit him at all until he realizes something about buggy and honestly again shows a bit of intelligence on luffy's part because he sees that buggy's feet do not lift off the ground they don't fly around yeah. like all the other plate all the, all the all the other pieces they have to stay on the ground and while buggy's solely focused on nami and getting his treasure back he is not concerned with luffy at all yeah. luffy just tickles him <laughs> <laughs> The a, what a great way to just this this is how we we take care of our our boss for this story arc it's just tickle his feet <laughs> exactly we got these amazing faces on buggy nami <laughs> is screaming her head off while luffy so much happening <laughs> i know luffy's just having a grand old time tickling him then smashing his toes which oh god that that yeah that's oh, painful oh. to me Pinching him. (laughs) And that's finally enough to like get him to turn to Luffy and be like, stop doing that. (laughs) Nami decides to try to fight back by slamming the treasure into him, but he's able to catch it. He's able to catch it. And that's, that's it. Sort of the standoff where he's going to stab her in the back. And Luffy's like, Hey, you're supposed to be fighting me. And just does another massive kick into Buggy's face, sending him flying again. Like it is, Luffy's getting some major hits here. Yeah, I I love all of these panels here uh, uh, during this fight. Just like all all of the cool kicks and in, in attacks that Luffy's been able to land. They mm-hmm. just they they look so cool. And when he kicks him, he doesn't actually use his gum gum powers. It's just a straight up kick. Yeah. And yeah, Buggy's looking like he's knocked out. All of his pieces are falling down all amongst the ground, and he, he's kind of knocked out in the all middle of the treasure, treasure, which is yeah. kind of symbolic. In a way I didn't even really think about, but... Uh, yeah, hey, he got his treasure. Yeah, and Luffy's like, all right, that was for the mayor. That's all done. And hey, we got the uh, the treasure map. We got the map of the Grand Line. But Bucky isn't quite done yet. And he's just ready to like come back together and get it all taken care of. And then we have the absolute wonderful reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All his body parts are tied up and he's just like, he's like this little like chibi thing almost. I know. <laughs> he's just got a head and leg and, and feet and hands. There is no limbs beyond that. It's just a head, feet, <laughs> hands, and Nami getting the ultimate victory where he she tied up the rest of his body parts, which again tells me that I guess that's the maximum amount they were able to split apart because you'd think he'd be able to just split apart and get away but i get yeah this is his limit but then we get the gum gum bazooka and bye bye buggy yeah what a way to end um into that chapter and thus our uh our chunk of chapters for this episode yeah it's it was wild like it, it actually threw me off like he hit him bazooka i was waiting to see the denouement of like 
where buggy lands or whatnot. But no, that's that's it for this yeah. chapter. He's just I don't team rocketing know if away. We see that? Yeah, yeah. I think he just team rockets like straight out of here. He might. I, I I can't remember what happens directly after this. Whether we see what happens or if he's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Our first big fight covering about five chapters. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was great, honestly. <laughs> it's yeah. so it's it's so much fun. There's just so much like those five chapters were action packed. It felt like things were constantly happening. You know, just a bunch of like I, I loved Zoro's fight. I love Luffy getting a proper fight against a Devil Fruit user. I feel like it's sort of we're getting into the the proper rhythm of like a one piece story arc. Yeah, it, it definitely feels that way now. It's it's you know, not a long like these this fight doesn't overstay itself. I don't think it could honestly. There's not quite enough for sure here to do it cuz the, the even you know, it would have been even shorter if we didn't have the flashback for Buggy and Shanks being together. But again, it's it's a nice setup to kind of give Buggy a bit more importance than he would otherwise than just this yeah he's, he'd be kind of like Alvita at this point where it's just some random pirate that's yeah. in Luffy's way yeah having a tie to Shanks is a really interesting choice yeah and the actual fights I mean really do show the inventiveness and you get more of Zoro being a badass more of Luffy kind of showing his ingenuity and ridiculousness and again not really pushed the to the edge but saw some major damage for his hat which Gave us a new side of Luffy. Is we're, we're we're definitely building up more and more of Luffy's character as time goes along, mm-hmm. and I, I like that aspect for sure. Yeah, so pretty solid fight, but uh, definitely one of those early fights. It's a it's a nice build up, just enough to keep that action going, and the utter ridicu- ridiculousness of Buggy the Clown. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but any other thoughts on these set of five chapters before we uh, end things off? No, I think that's really it. Uh, it was just a really surprisingly entertaining fight. More surpri- more entertaining than I remember it being. Yeah, I, I remember the first time, I guess, watching it. Is I thought, like, oh, this is fun, but a bit basic. Which I guess it's yeah, still the yeah, case, yeah. but... Yeah, but there's... Um, I think there's, there's something here to appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I, coming back to it, knowing more of the story later. Again, no spoilers for what comes later, but no, seeing sort of where things are getting established and how they're moving on, especially looking deeper like we do here, uh, yeah. it gives a little bit more oomph than I think otherwise sure. when you're just blasting through chapters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 16 to 20 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. Brandon, where can they find you at? I'm on Twitter uh, at Brandon Bovia if you want to see me talk about manga, my job, anime, games, you know, the works. All kinds of fun stuff. It's, a, it's an entertaining yeah. Twitter if I do say so myself. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and of course, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 21 to 25 of One Piece. Let's get ourselves an epilogue. Until then, my friends. Bye. Bye-bye. You said you were going to leave this ship sometime, right? So, what do you plan to do? 
I'm gonna get my own ship, then gather a reliable crew and see the world. I'm gonna take my time. <laughs> All is a pirate, of course. <laughs> what a bunch of sentimental nonsense. <laughs>